episode five of the Thin White Series, an album by album discussion of musical artist David Bowie. Today we'll be discussing the 1973 album Aladdin Sane and the BBC television documentary Cracked Actor. I'm your host, William. With me, as always, is your other host, David Letterman. Or Andrew. Whatever. Am I allowed to talk now? Yes. The cone of silence has been lifted. I cannot believe you introduced this podcast without me. I left the room for one minute, and already you're just talking to the audience. Listen, I started this podcast with my own two hands. What have you ever done? What have you created? What have you done? What have you brought into this world? Uh, I... I don't know. I've, uh built several log cabins i okay that is pretty impressive i'll give you i haven't that. actually done that oh never mind the new it, it was nothing. impressive that i thought of it so though, we're back to square it? one is that the name of your uh, biopic back to square yeah, one square square one that's back to square mm-hmm. one like you know earth to echo earth. disney's upcoming uh blockbuster See Earth to Echo. It's going to be great. I keep hearing that has a really bad trailer, but I haven't actually watched it. Oh, man. The trailer is fantastic. It's five hours long. You get to watch this great footage of kids acting shittily. You get to watch the, uh, someone thought Chronicle and go, you know what? This would be great to rip off. And they did. And it was terrible. And the E.T.'s thrown in there, too. Oh, well, it's got something for everyone. Bring the kids. If you hate them, watch it. If you hate yourself, just watch Earth to Echo if you just want to kill yourself. Earth to Echo, the movie for no one. Coming soon. So, welcome to the podcast. Yes. What is this? What, what, what are we doing today? <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't here oh. for the intro. Uh, today we'll be listening to some songs. Well, actually, we've already listened to songs. We'll be discussing some yeah. songs. We jamming out. Yeah, we're. <laughs> this is a real I'm jam gonna, I'm band. Pull out the banjo. Out. We'll we'll get out the uh, wash tub so you can thump on it. I got my uh, harmonica. Play a play a play a few bars. I think I need some tuning. Call that. Uh, can, let me introduce the name of the song before you interrupt it and give your opinion. Sorry. All right. That was a. Uh, Bathtub Gin Water. It's a cover of the fish song. We're all big fish fans here. Tremendous fish fans. Hmm. What's your favorite fish song? Uh, <laughs> I can actually remember the name of one fish song. And it's because it's Riker's trombone. Isn't that a song? Or is it an album? It's because it has... I don't know. I, I was hoping you are going to pick It's the Maze. Never get out of the maze, bro. <laughs> You'll never hear the fucking maze. The uh, song Wrecker's Trombone as uh, Jonathan Frakes of Star Trek's Next Generation playing trombone on it. So that's the reason I remember it. I never watched Star Trek. I'm not a nerd. It's a great show. So enough about Star Trek. We're not here to talk about Star Wars or what have you. We're here to talk about David Bowie, the only thing that matters in this world. Yeah, the... Uh... So... Yes. Will, 
What did you think about a lad? Insane. Um, well, I I liked it. Um, I don't like this trepidation. It was, you know, a solid album, I guess. Uh, I, I, and call it solid. It's pretty great. There are, uh, I, I, I would say there are, you know, a fair number of songs I really liked on it. Um, most of the tracks that I didn't really get into, I at least found pretty interesting. Like mm. uh, the title track, Aladdin Sane. It, it's an interesting song. A classic song. Some really interesting piano stuff going on. Very jazzy. When called interesting, I would call it brilliant. But uh, the piano solo is one of the best piano solos probably all of history. Okay. Hmm. We've listened to them all. Oh, yeah, I listen to this all. I listen to all piano solos. Big fan. You sorted them all out. Mm-hmm. I have them all sorted numerically by how great they are. You want me to start at number one? Sure. No. I think we already know number, number one. Number one. Aladdin Sane, David Bowie. I wish I knew the pianist's name, because he's really good, but I don't. I'm not going to get a wiki, because I'm involved moving my hands, and I'm very comfortable where my hands are right now. So... Let's move on to number two. What's number two? Number two is obviously Mozart. <laughs> Mozart's classics. Great. Piano solo. Yeah. Mozart, uh, num- you know, symphony number 40. Great. <laughs> Great stuff. Number three is obviously the guy who made the nocturnes. Chopin. Chop. Chopping, yeah, chopping, chopping. Does no, number four is obviously Beethoven, Moonlight Sonata, the classic. What's what's number uh, number five? Let me consult the list. Uh, Cisco. I don't know the song, but it was from one of his albums. It might have been a B side to the Thong song. I'm not sure. Yeah, he is a classically trained pianist. Very adept, mm-hmm. but uh, still yeah. three thousand. Yeah. He's a mass. He's a classically trained pianist. Mm. You know, he getting those thongs. You know what I'm talking about, right? I think I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, Cisco, ladies' man. He was really great in that movie he was in with uh, Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr. Snow Dogs. Also classic. Was he one of the dogs? No, oh wow, racist! No, he was a uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s dental uh, hygienist in Florida. Before he went to Cuba Gooding Jr., went to Alaska to claim his dogs. I think Nick Nolte was his dad in that movie, which is weird. That is weird. Not much of a resemblance. Did they put Nick Nolte in blackface? <laughs> no, I think. Oh wow, racist. No, they had him. I think he was a, maybe like a force ghost near the end. I don't remember. This because clearly I seen a lot of snow dogs. Yeah. Well, maybe eight times. I rewatch it every Christmas. Yeah, classic Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Snow dogs, go see it. Great. So, uh, what are your feelings uh, or your thoughts on uh, Aladdin Sane? I love this album slightly lesser than Ziggy Stardust and Hunky Dory. 
Let me consult the track list to see what's there. I was really listening to it a lot this week, probably about three times, maybe. Uh, probably just the best song. One of the best David Bowie songs, probably in the top five, Panic in Detroit. Amazing song. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can't see this right now, but Will is making a horrible facial expression. Where he's like sliding his uh, lips back and forth in disagreement with my uh, decision. Calling Panic in Detroit one of the best David Bowie songs. I don't know why. Let's, let's take a listen to it. Will, play me a track. Panic in Detroit. What? What was Panic that? in Detroit, the classic David Bowie song. That sounded like the Bjork cover of it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us right now, we're, uh, we cut something out that did not work at all. It was not funny. So we're doing it for your own uh, benefit. But there's probably this one's going to be a short one probably this week. Yeah. I I will take the blame for it because I uh, misjudged when incorrect actor was made. All it would take is a little bit, a little a bit of research to realize this took place after Time and Dogs. It's not really that. I, I don't think that really matters all that much though, because like yeah, but it doesn't work out that well when you're talking about Latin saying. No. Latin's Latin saying he's clearly fucked up on drugs. Oh, okay. There's clearly a lot of well, he's drug dr- uh, high as fucking. Ziggy Stardust too, but I mean, yeah, he's really bad here. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I was, yeah, I was really expecting this that the documentary to be about you know David Bowie being completely kind of out of his guard oh, plus, because it, when the movie starts yeah. or, or it's it's not really a movie, it's just like no. a short television documentary. There's like very few footage of the actual David Bowie stuff. Yeah, when but when it begins, there's like a very there's an excerpt of an interview. With David Bowie. And he yeah, you thought that was going to be totally like the rest of the out. movie? Like, this is really fucked up Bowie? Yeah, he is just... <laughs> he, well, he uh, totally before tweaked. Young Americans, uh, this took it happened right before Young Americans. This wasn't when he was really bad. Mm-hmm. During Station to Station, that's when he's beyond, beyond fucked up. That's when he just has a bunch of Nazi memorabilia. He's keeping oh, pee in jars. It's crazy how fucking messed up he was. He's going full Howard Hughes. Oh yeah, he's going full Howard Hughes. I have my I'll read I'll reread my David Bowie book that took place from the end of Station to Station to the end of the Berlin trilogy when we get around to it, which shouldn't be too long. I fucking love that book. But yeah, Alan Sane's a great album. Panic Detroit's probably one of my favorite tracks of right. his career. I just love it. It's got this really great guitar sound. Yeah, I listened to it a couple times, and each time I felt like it started out kind of interesting, but I don't know, just stick with me, I guess. I think you should listen to it. I probably will. Uh, I, I like this album, you know, I'll listen to it again Let's do it a couple times Well, we haven't gotten to, if you were to listen to this again Our famous segment So oh, That's right, sorry Erase your memory of that, audience I'll bleep it out Bleep yeah. it out <laughs> uh, I would say the only songs I really don't like on the album Even though I wouldn't say don't like Maybe probably mm, Let's spend a night together Yeah 
kind of a nothing there cover. Not, not yeah, it, it's pretty kind of a wild cover, but I don't know, just didn't really come together no. to me. The whole album's all the uh, all over the place, which is kind of what I like about it. Yeah, it really does so feel the, like someone who's just beyond help. Yeah, well, this well, I say this is kind of a, an American album for him. Is that? Oh, you that read right? the Wikipedia article too? <laughs> yes. The uh, there are a lot of sort of American uh, music sounds to this. There's kind of a doo wop feel and a couple tracks. Yeah. Um, that sound will later become more developed on Young Americans, where it develops plastic soul. Huh. Really uh, do up, do up, do 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 up, do do up, do 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 do. Uh, but then you know what bothers me about the Wikipedia article? One of the first few lines on the top. Let me read it here. While many critics agree that it contains some of his best material, opinion as to its overall quality has often been divided. Oh, you know what's right next to that? Citation needed. What the fuck are you people on about? What do you mean, opinion to its overall quality has often been divided? No, it hasn't. Fuck you. Citation needed. Who, what the fucking asshole just puts it up there? I think there's what? a kind of a tendency for people, like, they feel like if they can word a statement generally enough that they can, like, get away with putting it on a yeah, like, article or something. Well, uh, critics might often think uh, Hitler had some terrible ideas. There has been a... Uh, a little bit of divide the community over to whether it was terrible or great. <laughs> yeah. You could pretty much do that for anything now. Yeah, pretty much. Can you much. come up with a good one? That was not as long good... as you word it diplomatically. Yeah. Could you do a sentence like that for us right now? <laughs> oh, gosh, what's something awful? Um, uh, while uh, critics. Uh, while critics have bemoaned the quality of D- Michael Bay's Transformers trilogy, uh, broader consensus among popular viewers has been more positive. <laughs> Something like that. So that's because that's what's so great about it. It's so vague; you can't really prove it. Yeah, it's like prove that I'm wrong. Well, I can't prove it wrong because you're just saying a general statement. So basically, fuck the people for doing that. Yeah, whoever edited that. that you are a piece of shit. And uh, I'd like to remind everyone that Wikipedia is one of our official sponsors and that you should definitely go to Wikipedia. Go to Wikipedia, edit, articles. edit the article to make it right. Do it for David Bowie. He needs his support right now. And also uh, plug our podcast. Plug our uh, podcast. Put it right in the... Uh, what's what's uh, David Bowie's article? Just put like David Bowie, also seen on... The also, the subject dudes. of yeah. <laughs> the encyclopedic coverage of Bowie throughout his varied career, starring really two cool dudes, super awesome with guys. a latitude and nothing to hide except a lot of bodies. Oh, right. A lot of evidence. Uh, so, Aladdin Insane. What was your favorite track from the album? You haven't mentioned that. Uh, my favorite track is the closing track, Lady Grinning Soul. Um, it's, it's really good. <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah. It's not they, the they, best they... song in the album. Well, the popular opinion remains divided. Fuck off. 
Uh, I just I just really like the sound of it. They say it's kind of a. They say it has been said. They say jump to be. They say jump. No, that's not. We're not there yet. I was just doing that. I like that song. Oh well, some some listener will understand that reference. Great song. I like the. Uh, I just like just like the whole bit of it. I think it works well as a closing track because it kind of fades out at the end and has these really kind of unsettling guitar sounds. Fade out. Audience goes batshit. Audience explodes. Yeah. Audience claps. Audience mobs the stage. Audience. audience. Eats, eats David Bowie alive. Siblings. 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 Uh, so uh, your favorite song in the album is Panic and Detroit. Oh, do I understand yeah, that? I picked Panic and Detroit number one, obviously, because I'm not an idiot. Number two is Gene Genie. Gene Genie, say that three times fast. Gene Genie, Gene Genie, Gene Genie. Did you say Judine? <laughs> yeah, that was my subliminal answer. Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. Number three would be for me. Watch that man. Yeah. Watch that man. Very velvet underground kind of sound. Yeah, I guess it's it's you know it's supposed to be like a Rolling Stones homage, yeah. but it also sounded kind of a uh, Paul McCartney esque to me. It sounded like uh, what's that song? Band on the Run. Fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, it sounds like uh, from Velvet Underground's first album. Oh, you never listened to Velvet Underground. We discussed this last episode. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. God damn it. What's that song? There goes my man. There goes your man. Here comes my man. Fuck. Something now I sound like an idiot. Well, I could go to Wikipedia, to but after seeing that article, I don't know anymore. Wikipedia, we might have to pull you as a sponsor off the show. I'm sorry. It'd be controversial. Huh? Controversial. We'll be the first people to do it. Our podcast would be so famous. Would be. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been that famous before. Hmm. We doing coke. Again. Still. Do so I'd right say uh, swapping out Panic in Detroit for uh, Lady Grinning Soul. That would probably be my top three as well. I like to watch that man and Gene Genie. Good hmm. songs. Um. We never, we touched on this before, but I just love the album because it's such a, a self what time you fuck piece of that word? It's all trick? Eclectic? Eclectic. Yeah, eclectic. Eclectic sound to it. Yeah. Where it's just so varied and all over the place. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Very yes. kind of schiz- it's like a schizophrenic album, which does say in the Wikipedia, but I came to that conclusion on my own before I read that Wikipedia article. Because compared to Ziggy Stardust, this album is just all over the place. There's yeah. no, nothing really holding it together, which I like about. Ziggy Stardust like seems to be the most. Seams. Yeah, Ziggy Stardust seems to be the most cohesive album so far. It all really kind of flows together. I'd say Huck Dory gives a run for money for cohesiveness. Maybe I guess it depends on your opinion. I don't know. You know, I've been listening to him all my life. You've just been listening to him for the past few weeks. Um, so, well. How many Bowie heads would you give this album? Out of twenty-four. 
Out of 25. 24. 24. That would be ridiculous if it was 25. Hmm. Hey, you give this uh, 17 Bowie Habs out of... What? That's not even a, a C. More. Is that even a C? C? Oh, that's better than a C. Right, Quit the uh, calculator out right now. Let's do it. Yeah. Calculator, where are you? Hello, right. calculator. Are 17.5 you... Bowie Heads divided by 25. Points. That is a C. It literally is a C. It's point seven Exactly. One of the greatest rock albums in the history of rock and roll. And well, if we just went with a lower rating metric, I think I could have bumped that up a little bit. Out no, of five? Should... I don't know. Give it a four. A four out of what? Five. That would be point eight. What's point eight from out of 25? 20. I didn't even need a calculator to look that up. You're dumb. You're dumb. You what the fuck did you say things. to me? Don't you fucking call me dumb. I gave you life. I can take it away. Sorry, Dad. Thank you. Well, no, I'm not your dad. It's Bob Dylan. We covered this before. It's canon. What's right. he like in real life? Uh, He's nice. Does he give you presents? Hmm. He gives me albums. But they're hey, always old albums. <clears throat> oh. I got that. Oh. Oh no. What's going on here? Something living inside me. I don't like this. Ugh. Hey, son. How you doing? It's me, Bobby B. Bobby D. Bobby B. Bobby D. Hey, here's my album, Blood and Tracks. Enjoy. Hey, Fonzie. That's around now. <laughs> He's a, he is a huge Happy Days fan. I'm surprised you caught that. Oh, yeah. He, didn't he make a cover album of all the songs that are on Happy Days? <laughs> hey, one, two, three, four, Happy Days. Oh, happy Days. Happy Days. Hey, hey, oh, hey, Brooklyn. Hey, hey, hey. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I'm walking again. Walk. Hey. I'm walking in this direction. Don't interrupt this direct direction I'm walking in. Brooklyn! Five boroughs. Hey. Rest in peace, Ed Rock. How many, uh, oh, how many boroughs would you give this album out of five? <laughs> oh, man. I wish I could name them all. Brooklyn. Obviously, it isn't there. Manhattan. <laughs> this from Manhattan. Queens. The Bronx. What's the other one? Albany. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. One of the, one of the best boroughs. <laughs> that, that one's not in my boroughs. Albany. No. Al- Albany can get their own out. So it's going to be Queens. Oh, Brooklyn. Albany, go away. Uh, Manhattan. The other Queens. <laughs> Brooklyn! <laughs> How many boroughs am I giving this album? Yeah. 4.5. Hmm, okay. I say it's a great album, but it's lesser than Ziggy Stardust. The, it's not overall quite solid, which yeah. kind of is, you know, that's the price you gotta pay for an album that's all over the place. It's rewarding. Yeah. 
There's also a lot of jazz influences on the album too, I think, which I didn't yeah. get to cover before. Like Aladdin Saint is clearly a really jazzy kind of song. Yeah. With all the improvisation on the the piano solo. Yeah. Um, in the um, in the documentary, he talks about um, either going into rock or jazz. He decides oh, that's to go probably the probably part of the movie it. where I fell asleep in. <laughs> let's, let's just get into it. Cracked actor David Bowie documentary. Very, it's very hard to call this an actual documentary though for me. Yeah, it's a short television doco. Yeah, it's basically but... a concert film with some Talking head segments thrown in. Yeah, it was kind of a really shitty concert film too. Like real, like it's like. Just comparing this like to like something like the Talking Heads, uh, stop making sense. No oh, fuck. Yeah, I was yeah. stop making sense. Well, there's no uh, real. I don't think that was exactly what they. You know, there was no great artist making this documentary. No, that's kind of what bothered me. Just the way it was shot. Um, I, just I really for, close-ups on David Bowie's face. Yeah, or just kind of really far away. Oh, you know what's the best one? Of the we had state. a fucking close-up of people's hands clapping. That's what I want to see. I'll, yeah. Because you know what I keep hearing? Uh, David Bowie's live concert is like the greatest thing ever. Apparently, it was a really amazing stage direction. Crazy things were going up on there. Like, you can see some of it where he's singing time. A giant hand comes out of his yeah. box he's in. I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. Wish I could see the whole stage. Instead, you're kind of just zooming on David Bowie's face. And then those cut to random things, like people clapping. Yeah, people in strobe lights. Oh, yeah. People crying. It's like someone was fucking filming Grateful Dead concert at the same time. Yeah, the the uh, the fans in this movie are really kind of embarrassing. Yeah, because you they're people... very. This is definitely the seventies. Everyone oh, yeah. has very seventies hair. There's some there's great this, nerds in this movie. There's this girl who pops up and she says, "Like, see, I'm just the space cadet, and he's the commander." <laughs> Yes, that was my favorite. Yeah, space. I'm space cadet. He's my space commander, man. And she has yeah. all these sparkles on her. And it's yeah. just embarrassing. Lots of people in makeup. You people should be ashamed of yourself. Is what we're saying. Go yeah, back it... in time, realize your mistakes, and stop it. Put on a suit, get a nine to five job. Don't I'm be. Here. Don't be a dingus. Go watch a Steely Dan concert. Go watch the Eagles. This weird stuff's too good for you. The um, so I kind of wanted to point out something I noticed in this movie is that uh, like in the beginning, he and I guess his wife or something are kind of driving around in the desert in a car, and he like just kind of casually drinks from a carton. Of yeah, milk. I'm like, what is this? He's just drinking from a carton of milk, and then it goes, I got a fry on my milk. Like, what? What do you mean you have a fry in your milk? You can't just casually say something like that. This is a big thing. And and then later on, he's going through, like, all his old outfits from the characters he used to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like and, my dad just going these... through, like, photo albums, like, oh, here's, here's little Davey. Yeah. And there's, like, a bunch of empty milk cartons scattered across the floor. Oh, I didn't even see that. That's crazy. <laughs> like, what was with this guy in milk? Was I he don't know. Keep himself think... pale? I remember something about milk in the book. I'm gonna have to bookmark that when we read, uh, read through that because that's that's crazy. Yeah, guy, milky guy, crazy about milk. Milky complexion, milk nerd. 
That's classic callback. Classic callback to no one else knows. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Deep cut. Deeper than you would ever know. Audience. Siblings. 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 Uh, but yeah, I was very bored in this documentary. I kept, because I kept reading this about, um, I was looking about David Bowie, I'm like, oh my god, this sounds amazing. Like, literally the first 10 minutes are where all the good stuff is. Yeah. I'd say, for me, this this thing was maybe a little more rewarding for me than it was for you, because I never really actually seen footage oh, yeah. of, the, of the concerts, and they look kind of interesting. There's, um, I thought it was interesting how there's no, like, the band seems to be, like, not on the stage at all, and it's all about him kind of performing. Well, I think that's mostly because of the way it was shot. Maybe, yeah. I'm for, I know that they had more lighting than that. I'm pretty sure you had to see someone. It's kind of ridiculous how much this documentary kind of shits on the band. Yeah, there's no there's no acknowledgement. Of that yeah, there's like, it's just, boy, 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 space. The only bit of kind of acknowledgement of the, the the writing process or the composition process is this weird thing where he's cutting up the yeah. lyrics and he's rearranging them. I but they're don't... like lyrics to the song he's already written. I don't, so yeah, I'm like, wait, what? Did they just do that for the camera? And like, he's doing this thing for, uh, fuck, Moonish Daydream. This is after Diamond Dog, so what? What do you mean he's coming to the lyrics now? It's already been done. Yeah. I don't know if they're demonstrating what he's done that for camera, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it might just be kind of a demonstrative thing. Maybe. There's also this annoying bit where they're filming a Bowie singing sweet thing, and then they have the words pop on the below screen before they even the words. Right. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? What's this? Am I going crazy? What? I'm like, just seeing words pop up in yeah. my vision. And then it's like a scene later, like, oh, yeah, it's why I do with my words. I get them all together and I put them on the screen. Yeah. And then I eat them outside <laughs> me. Uh, this words in my milk cotton. There's I'll this really great down. bit, which I read before, but it's really cool saying it for a. Uh, just in live action for the first time, where Bowie's uh, hearing sirens and he's always just done cocaine like yeah. a second earlier. He's like, oh, there's sirens behind us. Oh, we're being pulled over. And he looks so nervous. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh, no, they're not following us. He's okay. Then you see him like uh, touch his nose like a little bit and go. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh, my God. It was amazing. He does a lot of uh, cocaine sn- uh, snorts, like, you know, pre-act post cocaine snorts, which right. is fucking his nose going. <laughs> amazing it's a wonder drug it's a wonder drug if you you listen to this podcast and take away anything it's cocaine's great yeah one of our sponsors cocaine cocaine just do it it's time just to do the white dragon yeah i was very bored during this documentary which really disappointed me it was at least short yeah well yeah it was short thank god because for about, like, after 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, I can tell it's just going to be a bunch of fucking documentary footage with interspliced with concert footage, just not really well shot. Like the yeah. Space Oddity segment, which doesn't even have audio from the performance, yeah. is clearly from the album. And then it's they do really that for a couple weird. performances. And, like, stock footage of, like, fucking parking garages, parking lots, fields. And Bowie's kind of, like, in the concert, just kind of floating above it. Like really badly spliced above it. Yeah. 
It's well, funny that they would like put the 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 album tracks over that because yeah. from from what I can tell, oh yeah, know, everything else is from the concerts on the stage. Yeah, everything really else is from the concerts, which is bizarre to me. Yeah, it was a very poor documentary. Yeah, not not too enlightening. I guess there's nothing revolutionary about it. Nothing that will change your mind about Bowie. Well, ostensibly, the the it's all about just him, his characters, and yeah. his performance. Oh, of the characters. let's talk about how fucking terrible that montage was. Set the changes. How oh, fucking yeah. brilliant was that? Oh so, yeah. yeah, let's set this montage of Bowie going through his characters to one song he did. What's it called? Oh yeah, changes. Yeah, very. It's like very a fucking five year old coming up with that idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, no, what should we ship this uh, montage to? Ch ch changes? Yeah, that's great. Wrap yeah. it up. I haven't seen uh, that obvious a montage sound choice since I watched uh, Flight with uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. Sympathy of the, the Devil. Tradition. You know what was a really bad one? Uh, you see that shitty movie CBCG? No, I didn't. They opened that movie with Life During Wartime. Get it? Creative. Talking Heads play there a lot. That song is called Life During Wartime. Very Seems creative. like that movie. I haven't seen it, but I, it's I know of it. It's fucking garbage. Like, it would just pretty much be the, the movie equivalent of playing changes over. <laughs> over <laughs> it really is the, blank, the same equivalent to that. Just that. And then they have these really shitty parts in the movie where it's just like, uh, uh what's the word? They try to make it like comic panels from the punk magazine. Mm. And they have these really witty captions underscoring the action. It is garbage movie. Hope everyone who made it dies. Not the actors. Everyone else who acted in it is fine. Good. Just the director writer. The crew's safe. Director and writer, your choices were terrible. You made a terrible movie. That Terrible like decisions. It's time to face the piper. Go away. Clearly, they did not do enough cocaine. No, they didn't. But you know what? In this whole movie, I don't even remember anyone doing drugs in it. <laughs> yeah, I guess there might have been sense. like one or two moments of. There's a fucking addict. You never see him like getting fucking high once. Maybe he gets high like one time, but you don't see him fucking inject a needle into his arm or anything like that. It's CBCG. Where the fuck's the drugs? Just really sanitize. Yeah. Overall. It's like a kiddie version. I think they may say fuck. There's a lot of dog shit in the movie. For real. Mm. Actual dog shit? Just, just. Well, it was really floor. convincing dog shit. They might have hired someone to do the dog shit. People throwing yeah. dog shit. People eating dog shit. Well, you shit. can't have dog shit in a movie. They had human shit. Law? As a substitute. Oh, I see. Yeah. Cheaper probably easier to get your hand on, yeah. Because the director can really do it himself. Yeah. Just has to see it a good dinner. They just uh, used some they had from the script already. Ooh. Burn. Desert. That was our weekly CBCG burn to that shitty movie. That's our new segment of the week. <laughs> Shit on CBCG. Rip, rip on CBCG. Uh, yeah, so, Cracked Actor. No. Yeah. That's basically my opinion of it, no. Not not a famous movie. No. no. For good reason. So. It's really just something that's You could there. probably cut all the good footage out of it into 10 minutes. Yeah. Maybe five minutes. Feature it. Yeah. Just David Bovini's milk cartons. That's what you should have. 
That should have been the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a great There's some great footage of him just walking out of the car and going to the gas station to some guys looking at him like, what the fuck yeah. is this? And he he's looks got so skinny in this, too. It's so yeah. sad. He's got a shirt that's kind of showing yes, off his stuff. showing off his belly, which is a weird decision. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got a lot of clothes from Japan. All my fashion from Japan. All my clothes from Japan. Bowie's just really fucked up, and it's amazing. It's amazing how this is not even at his height of drug use yet. And he's really incoherent and babbling on about nothing. And he's still able to make something like Aladdin Sane and Station to Station in the midst of just being completely fucked up 24-7. It's amazing. Uh, it seems to be kind of a trend with musicians. They they unlock certain areas of their potential using mind-altering substances. Yeah. And Bowie's able to do that same thing while sober, too, because he's so yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things in this. One thing in this movie, he seems to be pretty good at just kind of coming up with metaphor off his head, which yeah. seems to be, you know, kind of telling of his general intelligence. And Yeah, Bowie's a very smart guy. Yeah. He's not... He's not doesn't seem like lost in his his kind of popularity or anything. Yeah, he was very kind of down to earth too, even while he's fucking off his rocker. Yeah, like he's um, hand, he's slapping hands during the concert, getting everyone kissing ladies. Yeah, yeah. Was well, well, he just Speak- kissing ladies during that moment? Yeah, but there's weird. There's a moment where they're uh, after the concert or something, and some ladies just like, "I gotta go. I'm going." And never explain who this person is, why no. she's going. I thought, oh, is this his wife? Maybe I don't know. They can't want to know who this person is. They just introduce people and don't introduce who they are. It really is just Bowie. No one else yeah. is told. We're not told who anyone else is because they're not important. Right. First thing that makes Bowie kind of look like a crazy person really kind of shines him in a nice light. But when you don't show anyone else, it really kind of makes him look like an egomaniac. Yeah. This bothered me. But it's just really the documentary's fault. Yeah, probably. fuck you. Famous documentary from the BBC. Have you um? Have you seen the Ziggy Stardust movie? No. Is that a concert film? Yeah, it's a concert film. I never bothered with it. Mm. Hey, it's all right. Yeah. I don't I care mean, It'd probably much. be worthwhile to see some of the, the kind of stage stuff that he did. I don't think it's important to watch it. No. <laughs> I don't think it's important to watch it. We're doing a David Bowie podcast. We're not doing a David Bowie podcast, right? Right. So just don't even watch it. I want you to clear that from your mind. See who? No, you can watch it if you want. I don't care. I don't think I've watched it either, but I don't really care to watch it. I'll probably watch it eventually, but you know what? Mm. kind of don't give a shit. Call the police, because I don't give a fuck. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk. Well, how much Bowie heads would he give? Cracked actor out of 33. Um, the, the numbers of the devil. I'll give it like a, a 12. I would give it a 6. Mm. For the okay. 6 minutes of footage, that was actually interesting. Because this is a good movie to have your phone out, play with it around a lot. There's really nothing. This movie is really just worthless. Yeah. If it was just, as we said before, if it was just cut up, just six minutes of footage, I would actually watch it. What they should have done was cut up the movie like David Bowie cuts up his lyrics. Yeah, exactly. And just reasserted it at random. 
It would be what was that? Oh man, there was something that did that. Forget what it was. Hmm. Oh man, it's There's definitely something... not Memento, but that's the first movie my thoughts went to. No, but it was something else that made people let people edit their stuff the way they wanted to. I don't remember what it was, but it was something hmm. well, years ago. Really interesting to learn. You know, nothing at all. Yeah, very interesting to talk about. Yeah, you're welcome, listeners. How many did the uh, download last episode? Um, did we go uh, down? I can't remember. Uh, I'm actually, sure we went down. our 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 uh, number ratings seem to be pretty consistent after the first episode, which is a crazy outlier since it's the most popular. How much has people downloaded that so far? Um, uh, let me check, and it's seventy-four. Seventy-four downloads. And how many did they download this one? Last one. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me how many downloaded the ones that we're recording right now. If we got 10, that'd be right. Uh, 13. Whoa! Above my prediction! It's pretty great. So someone is listening. It upticked. Don't know. Uh, 17 for our third episode. And, uh,. This is all very thrilling podcasting, I'm guessing. Well, we should make a email 19. for these people. Wait, how much? Uh, 19 for episode two. <laughs> He's going down. <laughs> well, did it go up from episode four? I think it did, didn't it? Um, mm, no, still down. <laughs> <laughs> people are learning what this podcast is about, and they're like, no, thank you. Yeah, this podcast is really about seeing how many people are listening to this podcast. Yeah, so we should start an email. Can we do an email? Uh, we could. They could also reach us at our, you know, our webpage. No. ThinWhiteDudesPodcast.com. I'd rather shut up. I'd rather it be an email that we make on Gmail. Like, thin white, I'm pretty sure ThinWhiteDudes at Gmail has not been made. Uh, yeah, I would imagine that was a... That was Actually, let's just make ThinWhiteDudes69 at Gmail.com. Okay. You can email us at that. ThinWhiteDudes69 at Gmail. Dot com. That would be our email address. If you guys want to reach us, yeah, drop us a line. Send us fan mail. Fan art, if or, you or dare mail. to. I don't know why you would, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, fan We're art. Not like that other podcast, what? which apparently has comedy, hilarity, banter. Wit. Wit. Yeah, we have none of that. What would just... fan art about our podcast look like? Jesus Christ, I don't even know. Nobody knows what we look like. Should we, we describe what we look David like? Bowie. Uh, yeah. Two thin white dudes. Make some fan a, art of that. Substantial glitter on my neck. So I look kind of like a frog. look like a George Lucas. Yeah. A very thick beard, but kind of shaved so the goiter is exposed. I'm very disturbing to look at, but I am thin and white, so... So, bonus. All evens out. I look like Matthew. No, wait. What's the fuck his name from uh, that movie? TV show? Oh, uh. uh what's that movie called where, um. Oh. Plenty. No. Clifford? Clifford? Yeah. I look like Martin Short. And, yeah. uh, what's his name? Justice Tall. No, Matthew Short and uh, Matthew Thomas. What's his name? Martin oh, Short right. and uh, 
Well, I love that guy. I don't know his name right now. Well, the guy Means. from Midnight Run? Charles yes. Grodin? Charles Grodin. It looked like Charles Grodin and uh, Martin Short had a baby. Which they did. Yep. That baby's name was Matthew Perry. That's right. So I look like Matthew Perry. So to have Matthew Perry and Drift Lucas holding hands or something like that. That's the yeah, first fan or, art or, or of holding, uh, uh, hands. <laughs> All right. So we did our out. We finished early today. Yep. Because not much to talk about. Because I fucked up on the scheduling. I throw myself upon the sword and beg forgiveness. But I know I will not get any. You must commit. Harikari. Harikari. Wong. Ching chong. Bong bong. Oh, so that's where they get the Law and Order sound from. China. Yeah. Or is that Japan? Ching chong. Ching ching chong ying. That would be horrible to make a Chinese version of Law and Order. Oh. Uh. Animal detectives. That's the only thing I can come up with. She's been raped. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did you say? It was a uh, <clears throat> definitely. Uh, it was something about rape. <laughs> it sounded like an Indian version of that <laughs> Chinese version. I was actually going to my Japanese accent. Oh, she's Chinese. been raped. She's been raped. Oh, say what? Oh, my God. I. I... <laughs> I have been editing out most of the instances of racism in this podcast. There's a lot of instances of racism in this podcast. Especially for something that has the thin white dudes in title. You think we'd be ultra sensitive about that topic. Thin white dudes podcast about white nationalism. Oh, yeah. Thin white nationalism. Speaking of which, boys into a lot of Nazi stuff. Coincidence? Maybe it's because we're getting so into uh, Bowie now. Yeah. That way they did the uh, the Nazi salute thing at that one parade. Yeah, at the JFK parade. Kind of weird. Yeah, it was weird that he was at the parade where he was shot. I wonder why. Hmm. Yeah. He did the wave exactly the same moment JFK was killed too. Yeah, and just yelling out, "Hail Hitler!" I don't think he said "Hail Hitler." He said, "I think he said Six Semper Tyrannis." Hmm. Rex. Zig Semper Tyrannis. Rex. All right, so that was the episode, the yes. end. Let's get to our sponsor of the week. Who is our sponsor of the week? I do not know. Only Will sp- holds the answer. Our sponsor this week is the new blockbuster film, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, they're sponsoring us again? Mm. So we're really trying to drum up business because they really need what's, it. What scene did they send us this time? Because remember last time they got really weird. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's not going to the same well again. I'm uh, sure is what they're thinking. The, uh, this clip uh, is a... <laughs> this clip... Oh, is this one with Electro? Spider-Man fighting Electro. All right. Yeah. Let's do it to it. Let's Hit play the play it. button. All right, Electro. You gotta stop all this that you're doing. This is all—all all this is bad. You, you gotta. Do stop. you know what I've been through, Spider-Man? Do you know how far I come? 
no. You don't remember me? Oh yeah, you're um, you're the Ray, right? Uh, J Jamie, Jamie. No. Think again. Oh, uh, Doctor Manhattan. No. Think again. I got it. Blue Man Group. No. Think again. Why don't you just tell me? I was a fighter pilot. I was working in the stealth program. You don't remember? Are, weren't are, weren't you just uh, working at uh, an intern at a uh, Oscorp? Yeah, I got fired. Oh. Apparently, it's bad bad company policy to blow fire pallets or whatever hmm. happened stealth. I don't in the stealth program, I should say. You know, you don't remember me, Spider Man. I guess I do remember you. <laughs> oh. Well, then I can start to stop this random terror. That's the whole reason why I did this. Oh. Another reason. Oh, well, thanks. What are you going to do now? I don't know. Go off to a farm. Have a family of small blue children, maybe. The world is my oyster, Spider-Man. The world is my oyster. Oh, and that's... No, Gwen, no! Oh, my bad. I forgot about him. End credits. Scene. Really weird for them to show us to end the movie. Yeah, a lot, very spoilery. Yeah. Showed. But people like to know how movies end. Yeah. People enjoy movies more when they've been spoiled. Oh, yeah. So technically, you, uh, what happens at the end of this movie? I don't even remember. Um, well, Why don't you just tell me off. the whole ending to the movie? The whole ending to the movie? Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Electro Reconcile, and then uh, Spider-Man breaks Gwen Stacy's neck. Oh, my God. That's just vicious. He grabs... I couldn't t like, he screams, no, Gwen, no, but he breaks her own neck. He seems like he could stop that any moment. Yeah, it's, it's weird, because he, like, he kind of grabs her head, and he kind of works it underneath his Oh, he pulls arm, a Superman. And he just kind of cracks it. Yeah, he pulls a Superman. Yeah. That's a new uh, name for uh, breaking someone's neck. It's called pulling the Superman. Super Supermaning it. Yeah. Superman that hoe is what the kids say now. <laughs> yeah. Superman that hoe. Break her neck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, Superman that hoe indeed. So, Amazing Spider-Man was responded to the week. Do we have any viewer mail? Uh, we do not. But oh wait, oh, do you have? I do. Email? This letter comes from already sent to our Gmail account. Can you read what it says there? Uh, dear Andrew, please stop sending threatening letters to the President of the United States. Oh, mm. wrong letter. Oh, read this one. Oh, dear Thin White Dude Podcast, I am a fan. But I do not like the movie excerpts you play seemingly at the end of every episode. Please stop doing them. Big fan of the show. Don't like David Bowie, but a big fan anyway. Regards, President Beauregard. Barack Obama. It's weird he fits Beauregard than President Obama. Yeah, I, I guess it's not actually well, Obama, Barack Obama. It's Barack Hussein Obama. I got news for you, son. We're gonna do these movie experts every week. Every week. 
No matter how uninspired they are, no matter how unfunny they are, we're going to continue to do them. He seems to be a big fan of the podcast regardless, so there's really yeah. no reason to stop. He's not even a fan of David Bowie, which is weird. Yeah. This is, this is a podcast where people don't like David Bowie, I think. Yeah. Well, we're winning him over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have another viewer, Mel Reed. This one's come from uh, Davey. There's like an apostrophe over the E. Mm. Davey. Dear Thin White Dudes, Hello. How are you? I am fine. I am not a big fan of your podcast. I really like that one guy, Andrew. But the other guy, Will, you should get rid of him. He is dead weight. Andrew's a big, big, big star. Will is like a parasite leeching onto him for health. Get rid of him, buddy. I'm for you. Parentheses, Andrew. Hey, you should do it. Get on to that. Hey ho! Sincerely, Davy. Thank you, Davy. Thoughtful letter. I yeah, will take it into what consideration. Nice guy. Excuse me? I said, what a nice guy. Yeah. He says a lot of good things in here. A lot of things I should think about. Food for thought. Mmm, food. Mmm. What's your favorite app? food? I don't know, but you know what my favorite album by MM, uh, MF Doom, capital letters is? No, what is it? Mmm, food. Mmm, food. But really, it's Mad Villain, of course. All caps when you spell the man's name. MF Doom. Did you, did you ever listen to Mad Villain? No. Jeez. You really are a thin white dude. Yeah. I'm somehow whiter than you are. That's that's a sad statement to make. That's really something you should just reevaluate your whole life on. Yeah, well, it's... there's a lot of light choices we're gonna have to reevaluate at the end of this podcast. Yeah, like our decision to record the podcast, decision to get up in the morning. Yeah, just breathing. get up. I had a hard time getting up in the morning. I just thought, oh my god, I have to record an episode with this asshole. I have to watch this fucking movie. And I'm the one who came up to watch this movie, too. Yeah. So that's your fault. Yeah, pretty much everything is. So, that's been the episode. Will, would you like to have the outro? Um, sure. I'm allowing it for one, for the first time ever. Hmm. Well, thank you. That's very kind. The if, floor is yours. If you would Just like to get read. in there at any time you want. And... Don't hesitate. Is go in there, end the show. It's running long. We were supposed to end short, but now we're 10 minutes over. Sponsors are getting angry. We just need you to end the show. Can you do it? I don't know. Are you ready? Let's see. Can you? You just gotta open your mouth. Gotta open it up good. And then say the end to the show. Can you do it? I don't know, folks. Can you do it? Can you do it? I'm getting very excited here. It's getting hot in here. Is it that hot? Oh my god, it's hot. It's so hot. It's burning. Can he do it? I don't know. It's getting hot. Oh my god. Whew. Can he do it? Well, let's find out. If, if we'll, we'll end the show. Any if, moment now, can he can do it. It's getting hot in here. The studio is getting very hot. The windows and the door become steamed. I'm getting steamed. He's getting steamed. 
It's all it's a Steam room in here. Call us Gabe because we are running Steam in here. So all that matters now is if we'll we'll end the show. Our fingers are crossed. The marching man is standing by. The president is on standby. All we need now is well to end the show. And here we go. If you would like to contact us at Thin White Dudes, send us a letter, send us, or rather send us an email at thinwhitedudes69 at gmail.com. This has been the Thin White Dudes podcast. Thank you for listening, if you made it to this point. Gaze the black. I didn't go crazy. The president has shot himself. The president has shot himself. Gaze black. Music. Get the curtains. Tell the marching band to go home. The thin white dudes is over. I guess I'm living my fantasy. What's your fantasy? Uh, Bowie. He represents it all to me. Uh, excitement, space. See, I'm just the space cadet. He's the commander.